This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Everybody Lies, Massive Late Fees House Show. Uh, I guess that's as good of an intro as any. We um, paid a professional to write that for us. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How are you doing today, Mike? Not too bad, Mark. How about yourself? I'm doing good. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're doing well here at Everybody Lies slash Massive Late Fee. I got us on to, well, not, I'm not, I mean, I have a thing on Reddit. I have an account on Reddit. And there's Quit a, bragging. There's a House MD, uh, you know, thread. I think that's what they call them on Reddit. I'm not, subreddit. Yeah, I'm not good at Reddit. Okay, yeah, there's nope. a House MD subreddit. And I posted our thing there. So I think we got some additional listeners there. I'll probably post a little bit more. They seem to be okay with me posting about our show there, which is good. Sometimes they're okay with it. Sometimes they remove you and kick you out of their, their group. Aw, depends on what <laughs> depends on what subreddit it is, but right. Anyway, so you know we're we're picking up listeners, which is good. People seem to be enjoying the show. I've heard from a couple people actually that that says that this is their new favorite part of our show, whatever you want to call it. Their our, their new favorite thing that we're doing, and I guess maybe that's partially because it's probably the shortest. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. But anyway, so today we watched... It's not like they were being forced to listen to it. No, that's true. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? What? Oh, wait, no, they actually complimented us, though. I just, made up oh. in, I just made up in my head that they insulted us. Yeah, that's true. So if anything, it's your fault. <laughs> but anyway, so we watched uh, episode... What are we on? Episode four? I believe it is episode four, Maternity. Yeah, Maternity. So we had Paternity. Now we've got Maternity. And then Regicide is another? No, I don't know. Um, I couldn't make a joke out of that. (laughs) Fraternity, maybe? Yeah, there you go, Fraternity. But I don't think there's an episode called Fraternity. Well, I think they missed a boat on this one. But anyway, this one takes place in the Maternity Ward of Princeton Plainsboro Teaching Hospital. House is there in the lounge, the doctor's lounge in the maternity ward, because they have a nice TV, and he likes to watch his soap opera. This is weird, and actually it leads to a couple kind of funny things throughout the series, but for some reason, and I don't know what that reason is, because it doesn't really seem like it fits his personality to me, but for some reason he loves this soap opera, which is about... A hospital. It's sort of. It, see, it looks like. Uh, what's that one? General Hospital. It looks kind of like General Hospital, I guess. It looks like a porn parody without the pornographic part of House of D. It really does. Because yes. the one guy kind of looks like Chase. It does. In fact, I thought it was him for a while. And the, all the women seem to have really big, blow-dried hair. Right. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know why he likes this, but it, this comes up a lot throughout the entire run of the series that he likes this soap opera. So he's there watching the soap opera. A couple of doctors come in. I guess I should I should back up a little bit because we the very beginning of the episode shows some new parents 
with their child, talking about what they're going to name their child. I, I guess this still happens, but for the most part, don't you think parents sort of have the name down before the child's born? You would, you would think so. Yeah. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you love dead babies, you are in for a treat this episode. Yeah, absolutely. We got babies dying left and right. <laughs> yeah, and when none of them are even being, uh, you know, none of them are, are even being traded in for cars or, or anything like that. No. Uh, that's a... No math involved. That's a callback, yeah. Okay, yeah, because that, that, that comes out before this comes out. So that's, that's the callback, not a call forward. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, the so they're they're talking about what they're going to name their baby. Uh, she suggests, well, he suggests what Amber, and she yeah. says that's a stripper name, right? Eh, Which mean, is also a callback. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> we planned this. So I don't know if I if I agree that Amber's a stripper name. I mean, I, I get where yeah, she's coming so. from, but. I would say, though, that it is the color of your energy. <laughs> I have a friend named Cinnamon. And, you know, oh, that's a, that's a stripper name. I was going to say, that I can see somebody saying that's a stripper name, but that is her real name, is Cinnamon. Uh, but anyway, so they, uh, they, she says... The baby starts like, spitting up. Yeah, exactly. And they, she hasn't eaten, apparently, yet, because she's you know brand right. new. Yeah, I think they said like she's like forty eight hours, and uh, I did find this kind of funny because like I don't know about you, but when I was like a new parent, basically everything the child did or did not do, like I thought was like, oh my god, what the hell is going on here? Yes, yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's funny that the dad kind of recognizes, like, no, I mean, you know, they do that. I mean, he's right, you know, obviously under normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, these he aren't does... normal circumstances at all, are they? House MD. So he goes out and, and gets a nurse, or gets a doctor, and the doctor says, okay, you know, I just deliver him next time, talk to the pediatrician about this. And then he looks, and the baby's unresponsive, and then the baby starts having a seizure. Which and it I, was, like, super warm, too. Yeah, which I don't mean to laugh, but like Mike said, if you're a fan of dead babies, you know, definitely... I guess this episode's the episode for you. But also, if you're a fan of Cabbage Patch Kids or, you know, it's the early 2000s and we don't have a ton of money for super realistic looking dolls because it's very clear that he's kind of just holding it and shaking it. And there is some sort of internal mechanism, I think, that sh- that's also shaking the baby around. But if you, but really- it also wets itself at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But if you really pay attention to the actor's hands, you can see he's doing some work there making like to make it appear as if the baby's seizing as well, as is the camera. Yeah. I can only assume they couldn't get an actual baby for this part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to shake it around. <laughs> Especially when you need multiple takes. Right. Uh, they should have just waited for a baby to have an actual seizure and film that. <laughs> Jeez, uh, we're in some dark episodes. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Uh, but so, so the yeah, the baby has a seizure. Is everything okay, Mark? Yeah, it's fine. You need to talk it out? Well, you know, the the kids are struggling in school, and they just won't leave me the fuck alone. Jeez. <laughs> no, nah, they're fine. Uh, but so, House is in there. He's watching the, the his soap opera, and the aforementioned uh, OBGYN or 
<clears throat> or obstetrician, whatever, the guy delivering the baby that, uh, you know, helped the seizure kid. He starts, uh, he's talking to another doctor there on the ward as they come in and saying that, you know, yeah, she's got a bowel obstruction, all this stuff. And then the other guy's like, oh, she had a fever. And they're, they're kind of talking about it where they had like sort of similar cases, I suppose, where they both had fevers. Uh, and they were diagnosed with different things. So House is listening, and they, they say to him, you know, you can't be in here, House. They all know him. Everyone in this hospital knows who yeah. this guy is. He's just like some like weirdo who like kind of wanders around. So like you can't be in here, House. And then they start talking about this, and House leaves because he's been his interest has been piqued. So he says, "What happens after this? Does he? He doesn't go straight to Cuddy, does he?" Uh, no, I think him and Foreman go around just picking up babies. I think that's afterwards. I think I feel like he says something to somebody. Maybe he talks to Wilson. I can't remember. I think he talks to Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He talks to Wilson and he says that you know, there's two babies. They they aren't they aren't sharing staff. They were delivered by different people. They're about the same age. You know, they're about right. they're about the same amount of hours old. And they have fevers. That's what they, they both have fevers. That's what they have in common. Otherwise, they were completely healthy when they were born, and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. So he talks to Cuddy, and Cuddy says, It's a coincidence. <laughs> so funny. They're always questioning him, and they are always wrong. <laughs> right. But she says, Yeah, you know, it's, it's a coincidence, whatever. They're just two normal babies. So he says, Okay, well, how many is. Not a coincidence is what he says to himself. So that's when him and Foreman and the rest of the team just go go start picking up babies. They're looking for another baby that's got a fever, and they find one in a, a lesbian couple that I guess I don't think they ever actually state this, but obviously one of them was pregnant, so artificial insemination, and she carried the baby to term. Same kind of thing, baby boy that is that also has a fever, and he looks like I Bill Cosby for some reason. Don't they find six total? Yes. So after he finds that one, that's when that's when Cuddy says, "Okay, we're going to shut the ER down and route people someplace else because there's there's an infection somewhere in, in or not the ER, the maternity ward." Yeah, and some lady comes in like in labor essentially, and it's like, "No, no, you got to go turn and it around," and they just shut it all down. What I think is funny is the the dad's basically like, "Why are you doing this?" Which is is funny to me, but I like I kind of get it. But also, if I was being turned away from a maternity ward because the maternity ward was closed, my thought process would kind of would would m- more move towards the lines of okay, well, we don't want to be here then. If they're closed, right. there's a reason they're closed. We insist you take us in. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want that baby. Right, that baby's getting sold for a car. Uh, anyway, so they closed down the maternity ward. And they, you know, like you said, uh, they find six babies in total, and they, you know, they're trying to figure out what's what's going on. They don't. It's obviously some sort of infection, but they don't know what kind of infection. They the most likely suspect is a bacterial infection. The babies have all been put on antibiotics, regular uh, broad spectrum antibiotics, and it's not responding to that. So it has to be a resistant strain of whatever it is. And so they, you know, they go with the usual suspects. MRSA obviously is 
probably the most common, which they I can't remember what it stands for. I know it's a I know it's a uh, streptococcus multiple something. Yeah, resistant super. <laughs> it's streptococcus oris, I believe, is the last. But I know it's a, a form of that. Uh, but I don't. It's not good. Yeah, no, it's not. It's never good when it's MRSA. And then there's a couple other things. And Foreman's basically like, well, if it's that, they're all dead anyway. There's nothing we can do. There is absolutely no treatment for it. I can't remember what it was. Something A or something like that. Or Vera, something I don't remember. But uh, they were like, you know, I think think it's Cuddy. She's like, I know there's only been like two cases ever. And Foreman's like, well, it doesn't matter if it's that because if it's that then they're all dead. There's nothing we can do about that. So they they focus on MRSA and one other one, and they give them two targeted antibiotics for, the, for that. Uh, I think it's... I'm trying to remember the antibiotics. One I've never heard of, and the, another one I, think I've, I have heard of. Is it vancomycin or something like that, or aspergillus? Or, I think aspergillus is a disease. Um, Anyway, they give them two. They give them two really powerful antibiotics. So they're trying to figure out, you know, what what the disease is, but they want to try to control while they're doing that. So they're going through and they're doing what? What's the next test they do? Do you remember? Huh. I guess I can't remember. I, I think it's. I, and I know initially the one they thought had like um, a house thought that like because like they said they had an obstruction. Yeah, and, and, but then they, um, you know, they uh, did an X-ray, and so he's like, "Oh, this could actually just be gas or whatever." Mm-hmm. And then they gave all the babies like MRIs. I don't know what they were looking oh, for. Oh yeah, there, that's but... right. Yeah, I think they were trying to look for inflammation. I'm guessing something. Yeah, like I think that. they were trying to find if they could figure out where this, uh, whatever it was, a bacteria or whatever they thought it was, mm-hmm. would be. I mean, it had to be a bacteria because as they say later in the episode, if it's a virus, spoiler alert, they could never figure out which one it was. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they give them, they give them all MRIs. They're trying to figure things out, and then lo and behold, one of the babies, or I think all of them, basically, or at least two of them, the baby's kidneys are failing. And the reason the kidneys are failing is because of the antibiotics. The and and and, it, and did they treat all the babies with both of the antibiotics? And then and the, so they're saying one of them has to be the wrong one, but they're not sure which one it is. Exactly, and they point out that. House, as he stated before, has a double specialty in infectious disease, which these these are infectious diseases, and nephrology, which is a doctor of the kidneys. So they say to House, you know, you're the nephrologist. Which one is it? Which one is the one causing their kidneys to fail? And Chase basically says they both could. You know, I don't know how he knows. He's he's clearly the one that knows the least of any of them, and that comes up a lot. Throughout, yeah, Chase doesn't seem to know anything. No, he's. I think his. So they all have different specialties, as we'll later find out. Foreman's specialty is neurology. Uh, Cameron's specialty is immunology or rheumatology. It's sometimes called autoimmune diseases. I believe Chase's is sports medicine or something like that. See, I thought he was a. I thought he was a surgeon for some reason. Later, he gets. 
Later, they make him a surgeon. I mean, oh. I, I think they mentioned that he had a, surg- a surgical residency, or maybe he finishes his surgical training or something like that. But later in the series, he, he does become a surgeon. Yeah, and apparently a, a good one, I guess. I, whatever. But, but, so... It's good he's good at that, because he sure isn't good at fucking diagnosing anybody. Right, exactly. So he, he's... Like, what does he... It's, it's Foreman does all the work here. He does all the work. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. If it, if House isn't if House isn't figuring it out, it's Foreman leading leading uh, people to the solutions. Basically, the the pressure of uh, House and Foreman bucking up against each other turns this uh, coal into a diamond of a solution. That's Exa- what happens to that. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so he uh, he um, he says both of both of these things could do it. It, you know, where it's, we can't know which one. So House says, okay, well, there's only one thing to do then. Both of their kidneys are failing. So it's the, the baby Maxine that we, we met at the beginning, the girl, and the boy whose name I can't remember, but it's the it's the lesbian Asian couple's kid. Uh, they're, yes. the, they're the two ones with the, the failing kidneys. And House says, take one off one of the antibiotics and take the other one off the other antibiotic. And they all raise objections to that. <laughs> Basically saying yes. you can't experiment on, on patients and, you know, w- w- you're condemning one of them to die if you do this. And there's no medical justification for giving different treatments for two patients that have the same thing. And so, like, they go to Cuddy and they talk it out with the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> who says? Who also knows House and says, you know, normally I'd just let you, uh, you know, burn your medical license <laughs> to the ground, but I also have to protect the hospital. So you need a justification for doing this. And House says, the House basically mocks him and says, admits like there is no justification. It's basically. One of them's going to die, one of them's not going to die, and then we'll know, and the other six kids... Actually, there's more now. I think there's, there's up to 12 or something like that now. The other kids will live because of this. It's basically one baby sacrificing itself unknowingly for the rest of the babies, or, or house sacrificing one of the babies for the rest of the, the lives of the babies, which, you know, is it moral? Is it logical? Is it both? I don't know. Is it neither? That's a tough question to answer. I don't really see what else he was supposed to do, but it also feels really horrible. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I mean, how it's it's kind of disturbing almost how callous he is. Like him and the attorney in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like neither of them really care. Like the attorney only cares about like, well, you have to justify it with like some kind of medical, you know, reason. Mm-hmm. And cutting. And unfortunately. Yeah. Go ahead. Unfortunately, House is correct. I mean, that's really the only way they could figure it out. I mean, they don't have enough time to, you know, tease it out by, like, giving, like, a half of this and, you know, a little bit more of this sort mm-hmm. of thing. You know, they really don't have time because they're very young and, you know, they're they're going to die if they don't get, you know, the right money. Yeah. And, and yeah, there's no, there's, so there's nothing they really can do. So, you know, that's, like, Cuddy basically says, do what you think you need to do. So basically do it. Now, nothing ever happens. There is no ramification for this decision. 
they really built it up and there was really no payoff. I mean, maybe yeah, all- they, they maybe they just talk the patient because basically all they have to do is talk the parents into it and mm-hmm. imply you know enough that you know it's very risky, but um. Cameron doesn't seem to do that. Like, I mean, at least from what they say, she's not as, you know, uh, you know, clear about the results. But she's like, oh, I just want to make sure they have hope, you know, for this time. Yeah. And that's that, it's an interesting argument that Cameron makes. Basically, Wilson says they need to be prepared that this could go really badly. And she says you can never prepare for something like this, basically. And... It's better just to give them hope for a few hours, even if things are going to go completely south. It's an interesting argument, I guess. But really, it's more about Cameron avoiding having that conversation. Because we learn a lot more about Cameron's character this week. And it's clear she lost somebody close to her. Uh, we will eventually find out who that was. But it's clear that she you know, she lost somebody that, that's close to her. And she is uncomfortable with talking about people dying. I don't know, maybe because maybe because House barely ever had any cases, but somehow she's been able to avoid that in her entire time being a doctor, I guess. I'm not, right. not really sure how. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, maybe her specialty immunology doesn't have a lot of direct interaction with patients. I That's don't really true. know. That, well, and, and also... I mean, there are some autoimmune diseases that are fatal, but for the most part, autoimmune diseases really aren't fatal. Uh, the ones that are, the ones that do carry like terminal terminal diagnoses or diagnoses are usually pretty rare. Uh, we see a couple of them throughout the course of uh, of the series of House, but for the most part, it's usually not an autoimmune disease if it's something that's going to kill the person. Uh, but anyway, so they, uh, yeah, so so she's not doing well with having the conversation, and they, you know, they do the thing. They take one off one, and they take the other off the other one, and one of the children starts to to seize and and really, you know, be in a bad way. <laughs> that that baby's feeling some kind of way, so <laughs> the. Uh, you know, the baby, they, they start trying to save its life. The baby ends up dying. We think it's like a tease for a minute. We think it's Maxine, the, the white female child of the, of the white heterosexual couple. But thank God, it's just the lesbian couple's boy baby. Right, because, you know, they haven't had it hard enough. <laughs> that's, that's what it makes me think of. And maybe that's cynical. I don't know, but that's, I don't know. It just makes me kind of think that way that they wanted because she talks about how though the mom was talking about how you know we're gonna break up aren't we we had a neighbor whose child died and they they got divorced like six months later it's like our perfect happy heterosexual homes can be broken up because of this and oh my god our, our baby's dying but no it's not our baby it's the other one so uh, how right, you almost expect like a satisfied look across her face when he says oh wait it's not her baby <laughs> yeah exactly so the uh, house has the unenviable task of doing the autopsy on the Cabbage Patch doll, which they they make sure that, I mean, obviously because of of moral reasons or, or good taste, they don't actually show the autopsy. They just show him preparing for the autopsy. And they film, they film what does start, I think he makes one incision 
in the chest uh, area uh, from far away. So that, and obviously because of it, because it's a doll, obviously you don't want to film it super close. And like I said, I mean, it's, it's the early two thousands. They don't have a, a real great budget. It's a really obvious doll, but that's probably good. I mean, if they, and maybe that's even on purpose because if they I kind of thought maybe this was on purpose for, you know, these scenes just so you could detach yourself. Exactly. Cause if, if you make it too realistic, then it becomes like incredibly upsetting. <laughs> At least if it's a little bit fake, you can have that in the like you said, the detachment just in the back of your head. Like you can tell yourself it's just a show. This you know a baby didn't really die. It's okay, kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, I think maybe that might be the reason. But he does the autopsy, and I, he doesn't. I don't think he really finds much. Not much that gives them any kind of clue, really. Um. And it turns out that the other you know, bit, so, yeah, go ahead. I just completely forgot. We're entirely forgetting the B story. This this uh, this is like the one of the first episodes that have a really solid B story. I think. Oh yes, 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 yes. Whoops. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you. I like this one. So, the clinic, the woman that comes into the clinic, is uh, she comes in and she she complains about being tired. I think after after running. Uh, she's training for a marathon or something like that. Yeah, and she's not losing any weight either. Exactly. So House tells her to to raise up her arms, and then uh, he comes at her with a what do they call that? To the to see sound thing. Yeah, sonogram. Yeah. yeah, ultrasound. That's right. Um, so he comes at the, her with the ultrasound wand, tells her to lift her shirt up. And says that she has a parasite, and it's it, like it's a funny little conversation. She's like a parasite, and he he's like, "Don't worry." Uh, she goes, "Can I do anything about it?" And he said, "Only for about another month, uh, but it's a, you know after that it's illegal in most states." And it's like you you know you you slowly get it what he's talking about. And he talks about how people like to dress up their parasites and you know do right. pl- play dates with other parasites. And, you know, it turns out she's pregnant, which, you know, she says, oh, my God, that's, you know, that can't happen. I'm on this birth control. And he said, I know I saw the under the arm. She said, you know, they said I'm not supposed to get my period if it's working, (laughs) which is funny to me, because as he points out, you know, you also won't get your period if it's not working, (laughs) Right. which is why you're supposed to have regular pregnancy tests. But it turns out. That she's due in five months, and it turns out that about four months ago, her and her husband had an argument. Uh, they separated for a short period of time, and she had an affair or one night stand with an ex boyfriend. So you know he she's worried that it that it might not be his, and he says, "Well, does he look like your husband?" I think basically he's asking, "Are they the same race?" and and she says, yeah, or, I mean, like, you know, similar. Well, I, think he's, I think he's actually just asking if they look similar, you know, to similar enough that you could confuse one for the other's child. Right. And she says, yeah, and he's like, well, it doesn't matter then. <laughs> you know, just just uh, raise it uh, or just don't tell him or, or whatever. But she apparently wants to know. I don't know if she's the type of person that needs to know or if she feels it would be unfair to him or whatever, but she really wants to know. So she makes up this story. She comes back and she makes up this story about how 
uh, the mono that he was treating her for. <clears throat> right, and the guy's hilarious. He's, he's like, I, "What are you? T- I'm not even tired at all." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "You know, don't you need? Don't you, you thought it might come from him? So don't you need his blood?" And House just plays along and says, "Yeah, you know, I'll take his blood and everything." Uh, and then I'm trying to think when does he? Oh yeah, okay. So this is after everything's over. Uh, the next part of this. So then all this stuff, you know, like happens. This is kind of happening in between with all this stuff happening with the babies. And it turns out that the other child, the the white heterosexual child, is also starting to decline as whoa, well. Whoa, whoa. Can we really say the child is heterosexual at this point? That's true. The, 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 Let's not label people, Mark. <laughs> the cisgendered, uh, gender-fluid child is, is also starting to circle the drain. The, uh, he the, really is fluid, huh? Yeah. The other, the other antibiotic helped, I guess, a little bit. Uh, stave it off, but it didn't totally kill whatever it is. And it turns out, as you pointed out, Mike, that it's viral, not bacterial. Meaning right. there are, and I mean, this is true in a general sense. If a virus won't respond to broad spectrum antibiotics, which they usually do, thank God, but if, but if it won't, and you don't have any clear indications of what it is, I mean, there are there are literally tens of thousands of viruses out there that can affect human beings. It's cl- of all the 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 areas or whatever they want, of all the the sections of diseases you can get, whether it's an autoimmune disease or a virus or a bacterial infection or a fungus or you know a, a type of cancer, uh, the viruses are far and away more than like there are more of those. All the rest of them put together probably like 10 times. So if you don't have any other indications, it's really tough. Now, what they do is what people normally do to figure out what type of virus it is, which I don't know why they didn't do at the very beginning of the episode, is they do a blood test to test for antibodies. That's usually how you figure out what type of... of um, Virus has, yeah. You either and take since they since they essentially have no immune system since they're so little. They 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 say something about the mother's immune system will have an effect on it too. Yeah. See, what happens is because the babies are are so new, they're still protected by their mother's immune system, so they have their mother's antibodies in their blood. Uh, so you know they they didn't think about oh we need the mother's blood too because basically. They uh, all the t- the kids test positive for they they give a list of they go down and make a list of all the the usual like not usual suspects necessarily but all the most common ones that it could be that affect you, the heart. Can you imagine how great it would be to be a lab technician at this hospital? I mean, you get oh. overtime like a motherfucker in this place. <laughs> Absolutely. You will get woken up at two a.m. Uh, Chase is feverishly uh, shaking your uh, lab coat. <laughs> Hey, hey. I Can just you see came, he's got rabies. I just came from the bifrost. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, they uh they they do they do all these tests and everything and they said so they got they have to get the mother's blood too because they test po- they t- they test positive for antibodies for uh three different ones. And basically Whatever the mothers test test positive for, they'll have those antibodies as well. Whatever the mother doesn't test positive for, then that's the one 
that they have because they have, you know, they have markers for it and the mother doesn't. That's the one they've got because they weren't protected from whatever it is from the mother's immune system. And it turns out that it's Echovirus 2, uh, which uh, I guess one thing they did learn from the autopsy, I should say, is that it damaged the baby's heart muscle. So they knew it was a virus that affects the heart. Um, so they, uh, they find out it's Echovirus 2. Uh, they're able to, to treat it with whatever antibiotic, I can't remember what it is in this episode, but whatever antibiotic it is that, 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 uh, treats it, they're able to do that and the babies end up being fine, uh, and being able to live the rest of the baby. So that's good. Then, um, what happens after this? So they treat the babies. Babies are going to be okay. And... Oh, yeah. They don't know who, like, how it was spread. The whole time, Cuddy is going around with a bunch of doctors, that, doctors that would normally be working in the maternity ward, scrubbing different things and, like, yeah, They, they kind of give you a red herring here, too. There's a, a guy who has this tie that's, like, constantly dripping in everything. Yeah. Yep. Like, he's getting all over the sink that they just scrubbed. And at one point, Cuddy comes up, comes up to him and just cuts it right off because she told him to use a tie pin, which he didn't. Yeah. Which so I'm she... thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's clearly going to be this fuck off, you know, who, right. uh, you know, was walking around with a stupid tie all day. So, yeah, they, uh, so I think before this happens, uh, the woman comes back from the clinic. And even though the husband's not there, he keeps up the subterfuge and says, your husband is definitely the cause of your mono. So she right. she breathes a sigh of relief that it's the husband's baby. So that's good. Uh, I guess everything will work out. I, I don't know, but it, it is a kind of a warning sign that after one fight she uh, she has sex with her boyfriend. But whatever. Um, <laughs> so uh, she says, "Hey, you know, I really trust you. I really want you to." do my prenatal care and maybe at least deliver the baby to which he says no, you know, quite loudly because he's not an obstetrician. Why? I don't understand why he'd even be allowed to do this, but, uh, she really wants it. And I, he, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And then he stops and just kind of like, there's a look on his face, like a contemplative look. And then we cut. So he's in the maternity ward, uh, sitting, just kind of looking, basically, for what could have caused this, you know, this disease. And, you know, he's like, it's weird. He's talking, Wilson comes up to him, he's talking to Wilson. He's like, it's weird. They didn't, you know, obviously it's gone, but they didn't show any, you know, they didn't share any personnel. They didn't share anything. There was no, like, commonalities that we can think of. And so this woman walks up, Candy Striper, I guess, probably, and she's got a, a thing of bears for the newborns. And, uh, you know, we... Uh, isn't she one of the ladies who transports the babies? It could be, Like, from yeah. room to room? Because I thought she's pushing one when we see her. But I think she's pushing a thing of bears, of stuffed oh, bears. Oh, it, it, it could be, yeah. I thought there was babies in there. But <laughs> just, just babies piled on top. Yeah, <laughs> piled. I mean, the way they're running through them at this fucking hospital, why not? <laughs> she can work in the morgue for all I know. <laughs> we should have put a blanket over that, Sorry. <laughs> Are those Cabbage Patch ball dolls? <laughs> yes, dear. Cabbage Patch. <laughs> anyway, so... So... Get another uh, load coming to the morgue! She's, like, calling over on her walkie-talkie. 
All those kids that won't be able to uh, be turned into cars. Uh, yeah, house is wrong again. <laughs> so she uh, she's clearly got you know some sort of disease, some sort of virus. It must be the echo virus too. They they tell us early. They told us earlier that basically it gives an adult cold like symptoms or flu like symptoms. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why this lady's even at work. She's just like dripping snot over everything mm. in the uh, you know all over the dead babies and everything. Yeah, exactly. Insult I mean, to what? injury there. I hate when people like show up to like work and they're just like sick. It's like why are you why are you here to get me sick? Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's such a selfish thing to do. Just just uh, just cover yourself in a blanket and uh, sneeze on that all day, then send it to me, and then I'll I'll wear it later and get sick. Right. I mean, Jesus Christ. Ugh. But anyway, so uh, it's clear that it's her, and you know, this is the one time in the episode, and I I really hate it. We've got to go into her nose and see the little the little. Like dis- like disease pock yeah. or whatever, and it see yeah. how it got passed to the how it got passed to the bear, and they got passed to the baby's cheek. I mean, this is really like lowest common denominator thing, right? Like anyone right. anyone's gonna be able to watch that and be like, I don't get it. She's sick. So what? And they're like, oh, <laughs> like a light bulb, like just like shatters over their head, and they're going, yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear when we see the bears. That it's like, oh, okay, I get it. And they very cleverly, I kind of like this, foreshadow this a little bit because at the very beginning they show Maxine and the, you know, they put the the bear in the baby's face and everything, like the do-do-do or whatever, you know. And then when the Asian lesbian couple's baby dies, they're holding one of those bears. So, you know, it's kind of in the background a little bit where you're like, oh, yeah, that, you know, when you watch it again, you're like, okay, I see what I see what they're doing. They were planting some seeds right. there. Right. So he, uh, you know, he basically, it, he solves the, where it came from, which, you know, Wilson kind of like, he sounds like, like he's sort of, like it's when he wants to know which colchicine medicine it was this kid got in the last episode. It seems right. like he's very dismissive of it, like, you know, oh, that's just house being crazy. But it's like, if there's someone infecting kids and they're still there, that's definitely something you want to know. Right. <laughs> like him finding this woman and uh, probably saying, hey, you know, all these bears need to be burned with the other baby bodies downstairs. Right. Uh, is probably saving some other kids, you know. Right. But anyway, so so then um, we find out that uh, House did decide to do the prenatal care for the woman just so that he can sit in the lounge and watch the watch the TV because the the doctors same doctors come back in and said house we told you you can't be here and he said oh I'm doing uh, prenatal care for uh, one of my patients so I you know I have permission to be in here you know I'm gonna do the delivery and he says of course I need one of you to supervise which I guess makes sense I didn't know that anyone could just do prenatal care. But I mean, maybe he has permission. I mean, it's not—it's not, it's not very difficult. I don't think. I mean, I imagine it's just him telling uh, Chase to do the test, anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's—it yeah. makes me. I, all of a sudden, I just thought of that scene from Basketball when uh, when it was like uh, Australian or San Franciscan for for join. <laughs> oh man, I just I just remembered a really good point I had to make on the uh, last uh, podcast we did. Oh yeah, what's that? <laughs> yeah, 
Let's do it this now. Will make, this will make no sense. Okay. By the way, my computer has 15 minutes left, so uh, it better be quick. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll be done in a second. Yeah. I, at what point do you think uh, Bill Cosby's wife knew? Oh, that is a good question. Because I, I think I think you can tell now that she knows. She doesn't say anything. She's very quiet. Mm-hmm. She stands by him, but she doesn't really comment on it. I mean, how long ago do you think she found out? Like, do you think she's like, hey, Bill, uh, that's weird. Did you go to the doctor? I see this uh, bottle of medicine you got here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you think she knew before it came out publicly? Do you think, like, I don't know. I, I, I have to feel that. See, at the very least... Her best case scenario is that her husband's just cheating a lot on her. I mean, mm-hmm. she's, you know, I mean, I think that's like, oh, it was consensual. I think that's her excuse. Yeah, maybe that's what she thought, too. Maybe she thought that he was cheating on her and it maybe it hurt her feelings, but she didn't want to, you know, she just loved him. So she wanted to stay or whatever. And I don't know. and then, you know, this comes out. And if that's the case, if she knew he was doing something, then it had to be the first one. That she knew. Like, the first one says something, and she's like, oh, oh, no, you know, kind of thing. Hmm. Or maybe he just gave her some delicious barbecue sauce one day, and she woke <laughs> up and like, uh, wow, Bill, that was weird. He's like, yeah, I do that a lot. Oh, God. Bill Cosby. Uh, he, he was the worst, uh, the worst obstetrician. You know, that's funny, too, because Bill Cosby was an obstetrician on the show. See? It all ties in. <laughs> it all ties together. I didn't I plan he, that I at he, all, but it worked so well. I heard he was quite a. I heard he was quite a hypocrite too. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the worst part. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that has a barbecue sauce that makes women, you know, sleepy and want to have sex with him, and he's a, a gynecologist. On the show. And apparently, young boys as well. So I know certain places, uh, certain religious institutions that would buy the shit out of that barbecue sauce. Absolutely, and Brian Singer, you know, uh, is a, is who a produces house. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it all ties together. You just have to watch all, listen to all the podcasts and put yeah. the clues together. Watch them too. Watch that still image. Are you finally able to find the secret of Curly's gold? We've been dropping hints this whole time. <laughs> all right. Well, that is our episode for the week. Mike, you got to get to bed. I've got to, I don't know, do stuff. <laughs> Make some barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's right. Get that fennel in there. Oh. <laughs> but uh, as always, tell friends, uh, you know, talk to us. If you, if you really like House, drop a uh, drop a subscription to our feed here. And I don't know, talk to people and talk to us at Massive Late Fee. Massive Late Fee everywhere. You can find us on all the social medias, except for that one in China. I can't remember what it is. The the, ex- the one that's exclusive in China, We WeChat or something like that. Okay. I don't know what it's called. Uh, <laughs> I thought of a joke, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, I got to hear it off air. <laughs> Let's talk about that off air. All right. Have a good day, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. See you next time.